That's one of the questions. What kind of kink just did, would Josh get? <laughs> That's how we're starting the episode. <laughs> that is how we are starting the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Double Doink. Today is July 18th, 2023, and welcome to the new look, uh, or rather the the new setup for uh, the Double Doink Network and our podcast going forward. We're just going to be the Double Doink again. I mean... That's how that's we started. That's how we're going to go back to. I mean, it, it's it's tough to have all these different shows, Doink Talk, Double Doink, Doink and Doink Connection, Doinked and all this, all yeah. in the same feed. So it's just going to be a mess for a couple of weeks until we figure it out. Yeah. yeah. And you guys are going to be along with the ride. Just so. just sit down, so, shut up, enjoy the enjoy ride, enjoy the show. And give us feedback. Yeah, definitely. That's that's what we fucking need. Kind of lacking. Tell us, you all suck. I know. <laughs> just tell us what you want. We've been but, ramping up on, like, I don't know if you see what I do on Twitter, but, uh, you know. And you've been wiling out on Twitter. Because I've been wiling be out on my personal Twitter. I don't, so. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't tweet. He doesn't Twitter. He doesn't I Twitter. I don't, that's okay. I don't do that shit. I barely, I barely Instagram You barely social media full stop. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I do know what happened. I just got sick of it. Yeah. But, Anyway, tonight's episode, um, Dave pitched this idea to us upstairs, and he said, let's just sit down and ask each other questions. Just a round table. Just just a round table conversation, and if a question comes up, we'll have a question that we start with, obviously, and then if another one gets thought of throughout that conversation, we'll just kind of go around in a circle. Yeah, I figured it would be like three rounds, you know, we each go around and ask a question, and then what ends up happening is the next person asks a question, and then we go around practically nine questions and we should mm-hmm. be done It'd be the yeah. smoothest way to do this multiples of three man yeah it's just doink math that's right doink math that's no no doink math doesn't make sense okay that makes sense i mean this episode's not gonna make any sense yeah, well, did we already be, hear the intro someone, someone's gonna be tuning in and they're gonna be like what did i just find wait a minute what is this show <laughs> wait yeah yeah exactly i made sense there okay what? Also, I apologize if my voice does not sound as crisp as normal because we went to the Revolution game on Saturday. Oh, okay. And I lost my voice. And okay, let's let's bring this up. Okay. So, no, this is for me personally. You guys have been to many more concerts and maybe sporting events than I have, but I've been to every major New and uh, like Massachusetts New England major sports. I've only ever seen two fights. One was at a Blue Jays and Red Sox game where we were getting fucking killed 10 to 1 and drunk, you know, drunk fans. Second, a Revs game on Saturday night. Three DC United fans v1 Revs fans. All fan. big dudes. Like, all these guys were big dudes. And then the one Revs fan was just standing there. He actually, so, like Star Wars, DCU had the high ground. Okay, they were one <laughs> row up. And this Revolution fan, I swear to God, was just throwing fucking haymaker. And he was taking them too. And as soon as the fight stopped and everyone got, the the other guys got pulled off, this motherfucker grabbed his girl and dipped before the cops and security and everything could show up. So he doesn't, they don't know that he was involved unless there was like cameras and shit. Yeah. Like after the fact. Nowadays. Exactly. But But no, this dude was. Taking and giving haymaker, and the the DC United fans had to like back up because like they were getting rocked. I mean, come on, if if you have the high ground, there's no reason. Look what look what Obi Wan did to Anakin. 
That's fair. Okay. Like it just it's I just physics, girl. you know? It's science, man. And then, you know, obviously, foreshadowing, all that's cuz they were like us they were like the fan section for DC United. Mm-hmm. They oh. all got kicked out. Yeah. So, and I'm surprised considering the fight happened in our section that yeah. we didn't get kicked out. I mean, I get it because people were saying that the DC fans started it or whatever. And, yeah. And, they, and, they and they if we started to get kicked out, we would say, we legit just stayed here the whole time and everyone around us all stayed where they were. Yeah, and exactly. Watch what happened. But I was like, dang. And it was like, as they, because the revs scored the first goal and it was like, as the celebration for their goals yeah. happened, I was like, all right, I can see why the soccer think, shit is like interested. I, yeah. I can be on board. <laughs> they can't get tackled on the field. They go down in the dry heat, but their fans are going to throw haymakers and bombs. Fans are in the middle of like a UFC fucking match right now. All right. Awesome. That shit was good, That's though. Awesome. I so liked it. Now that we've completed that story, who wants yeah. to start with the questions? Or are we, are we going back to the first <laughs> question like, that you asked at the beginning of the show? <laughs> I mean, if we all want to answer, I really don't want to. I mean, I don't I was, think, you don't have to. I'm not gonna force you guys. I, that was actually just no. Joke. That is kind of the point of a round table. Is if the question is presented, it must receive an answer. It, so mean, we're gonna skip that question. Yeah, we don't. We don't need to. That was more of just a you know intrusive thought coming out of my thing that I didn't realize. Just Josh verbal, just recording. It's verbal mm-hmm. diarrhea. Exactly. It is the best part. <laughs> yes. It's the best part of this friendship. Oh, it yeah. is all verbal diarrhea, and I am. <laughs> I am responsible for about 77% of it. I will not I take a like, percentage less or a percentage more. I was going to say like 69, but that's okay. No, no, no. Our powers combined when we get together <laughs> is definitely 69. Does that mean I'm 31% of this? No, it's like oh, I'm the, 77. The, you guys figure out the last 23%, but then there's also a 69% that we create, and okay. there's also like a 69% that you create, and then there's a 69% that we create. It's like a trifecta. Yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, Triforce, you know? That's some real doink, doink math. math. <laughs> right, okay. I might try and figure that shit we out. We got to get the 300% somehow. Yeah. <laughs> don't even worry about it. <laughs> don't even do You're it. You're going to hurt yourself. Dude, I don't need you You're collapsing have an aneurysm. over here. Don't don't, even, yeah. Don't right. even. You ever see those memes and in, in the videos of the, the people just sitting there and then all the numbers and letters? <laughs> and That was me just then for a second. Yeah. <laughs> that um, woman just staring hang- blankly. No, hangover. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes. The hangover. All right. I'll start. Yeah. I'll start with the questions. We have all been to summer concerts so far this year. Yeah. I think we've all had great experiences so far this year. Mm-hmm. But we all know the fall and winter concert series is going to be so much better this year. Yeah. So mm-hmm. outside of the concerts that you have already purchased tickets for, what is one concert globally that you would want to go to? I don't know if it's already happened or if it's happening in like August. But you know which one it is. It's mm-hmm. a Beartooth Dayseeker. Oh. Um, yes. It was a triple concert series. Mm-hmm. Beartooth was headlining with somebody else, and Dayseeker was playing support. Okay. Um, if I look up what the... Um, which, speaking of... Well, again, if it happens in the summer, it's vetoed. It has to be a fall or winter concert. Oh, I mean, Ice Nine just announced theirs, which is really good. Um, scoring the End of the World, Touring the End of the World is coming out. Okay. Um, that's in... September, October. Okay. Um, they're also, playing Boston two nights before Halloween. Oh, nice. Um, and Knockloose is on that tour. No way. Knockloose is one of the opener or one of the supporting. I'm okay. not going to say the opener is one of the supporting, which means you get Slaughterhouse live with Brian. Which I've already seen. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, yeah. Dave is like, they okay. did that. They did that. Oh, they did. Oh, they fucking did that at, um, at, 
Um, Trinity, Trinity. Terror last year. Okay. When yeah. I met, when, so I missed Atreyu and I missed Black Veil, but we showed up and we saw Motionless and, and we got to Ice see Nine. we got to see the way Slaughterhouse was supposed to be performed. And mm. I'm like, hey, this is a hell of a first time seeing Motionless in white. Yeah, <laughs> very true. Um, would you consider February of next year? Nope. That's so 2024. Okay. It has to be because I was gonna say ship rocked. Oh yeah, is I mean that's gonna be that's shit. Gonna be so good. I prevail as headlining ship rocked <sighs> yeah. with kill switch, bear tooth, highly suspect, code orange, and bad flower. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 gonna be fun. That's gonna be a oh, lot of fun. international. Those international festivals are all yeah, so much freaking better than we get over this here. This is the one I was talking about. It was July. Oh. Um, bear tooth, pierce the veil, and. Uh, day seeker. Okay, that so would... that's July. So that doesn't count. But uh... so I think you've already kind of hinted at your fall concert that you're kind of really looking forward to. Yeah, it's to. Ice Nine or uh, Motionless. Those are two. Those are going to be two really good shows. What about yourself? So you know one of them, and come coming towards the show if tickets go down, the Ghost Show. Yeah, they're coming to Mansfield because we've already seen them once. <sighs> so good. And they were, I mean, just the actual show itself, not just Ghost, but everyone was so freaking amazing. And then Ghost themselves, Papa, like, blows my freaking mind. So that is what I would like to see. And then there's another concert, SZA. She's doing kind of like a second leg of her US and she's coming back to TD. And those tickets, again, it's just like, you know, this whole thing about concerts is just tickets prices have been going crazy. And if I could go to there, I'm going to kind of do the same method where closer the concert gets, if I can get a nosebleed. Just. Exactly. So, though, you know, kind of opposite ends of the spectrum, you know, kind of like a classic Rocky alternative vibe, you know, going to hip hop and R&B, but those are my two right now. <laughs> nice. I like how we're still, I say globally, it was still just concentrated here in Massachusetts. Well, the thing, I can't. I've always said in the United States, there is no better scenes for any type of music except the coasts. So you get mm-hmm. on the East Coast and you get on the West Coast, and I don't think you can have a better scene. I'm, yeah. Don't get me wrong. A lot of great bands come from the Midwest. You have Slipknot. You have um, Mudvayne, um, um, Bermira, Beartooth. Yeah. Some great bands have come from the Midwest, but on the coasts is kind of where it all well, actually, happens. I one more concert. I just saw them on Sunday, my favorite band, Paris. They are officially starting their tour and they're going overseas okay to all of like europe yeah yep. so i can't even just say one particular one particular show in it's europe just... it's just if i could just go to there because it's so much more intimate over there yeah, yeah. i don't know how to explain it because i have a i'm i follow someone who's a fan of them and they're able to go to those shows and i'm just like if i could do it <laughs> But, you know, to go international to kind of, you know, catch that vibe that you were saying. So. Yeah. All right. So since we all gave two, I will give two yes, as well. Yes, please. Okay. So firstly, New England Metal and Hardcore Festival being held at the Worcester Palladium. Yeah. Okay. Parkway Drive. Ooh. Hate breed. That, like, this is metal and hardcore in the New England area. Um, I think Amity is on that show too. So many fucking oh bands. God. So it's going to be so good. I'm so stoked for that show. Like, that's... That show lights a fire in me. I'm so excited. And there's just a little matter of Mastodon and Gojira Mm -hmm. touring together. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, give me that immediately. I mean, when we saw Mastodon with Ghost, they made me a a big fan. So so good. And and the great part about Mastodon, I've seen both. I've seen Gojira open for Slipknot, which is like... Again, spectrum. Like mm-hmm. you want to talk about an opposite side of spectrum. It went Gojira, Behemoth, and then Slipknot. It's like okay, not really. Like 
what you'd expect. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's black metal. And then, <laughs> oh, there's Slipknot. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, but Mastodon set. And the thing is, is they have like seven minute, eight minute, 10 minute, 12 minute songs. And it's just like a light show. You're like, it was so good. Like, it was so good. Pop a mushroom and call it a day. <laughs> um, one, uh, so we actually, Michaela and I are going to see Sleep Token. Okay. In September. Yeah, that's that's going to be a good show. But that one's been sold out since the day the tickets dropped. It was an hour after. Yeah. We were I was thankful. so lucky I grabbed those 11 minutes after they went on sale. <laughs> um, but an overseas show. Oh, stop. You're going to hurt the me. The OVO Arena at Wembley, which they are from the UK. Oh, they're they playing that? They sold out the OVO Arena at Wembley in 30 minutes. And it's, a, it's one show. It's December 16th, I think. And just to experience that, what they're presenting as rituals yeah, yeah, in Wembley Stadium, pretty much, that's a whole nother level. That yeah. would be an incredible... I mean, we get to see them at the Palladium, which is one of the most historic... It's very, it's very intimate at the Palladium. Yeah. Yeah. Like they are, they are, I don't know if they already have, but they performed... I think they were opening... For Slipknot, for something, for some yeah. kind of festival or some oh, yeah. couple of shows They've been doing a lot of support on festivals. Yeah, yeah, they've been doing a lot of like, um, I know Incarceration just happened. Yeah. And I know there's been, I Blue know. Blue Ridge. Blue yeah. Ridge. There's always these big festivals that happen this time of the year throughout the United States, mm -hmm. um, which we will have a nice table off microphone discussion yeah. <laughs> about that. Um, but that's what sucks is. A lot of those don't happen up here in the Northeast. Yeah. Um, we can get into the political of it. We can get into the financials of it. But mm -hmm. unfortunately, bringing stuff like that into this part of the country doesn't really work. Exactly. So bringing it down south to the Midwest with this big open fields and they can make things happen, it's so much easier. Yeah. You Do you include September 22nd through 24th fall? Yeah, of course yeah, I do. Yeah, it's in fall. It's in the fall. Excisions Lost Lands Ooh. would be something I would die to go see one day oh yeah that's your, all your dub stuff I it's can't all get my electronic <laughs> dubstep oh, i love Josh electronic go music into a rave. <laughs> <laughs> burning man <laughs> well honestly I will, I will never go to burning man i i am eric i want to go to electronic festival not necessarily burning Listen, man but who here has seen the eric uh, the, the south park episode coon and friends where I have not no where eric cartman befriends cthulhu and they destroy Burning Man. Okay, well, I need to see this episode now because Dave knows I'm a big Cthulhu fan. So, yes. okay, so yes. I need to see this episode now. Yeah, it's a great episode. It's a two-potter, too. I love it. Ugh. Even better. Even better. Um, okay, so. So I will then pose the next question, if you don't mind. Go right um, ahead. Do it, my dude. Going in the same kind of music realm. Okay. Obviously, every single year we do top, top albums of the, uh, top, of oh, the year. Double Dunk. Dirty dozen. Does, dirty dozen. D D D. D D D D. Double D's. But we are a little over halfway through the year. Uh huh. What are some of the top songs that have released so far this year? Singles or songs off albums? Because I know you, I know you don't listen to singles, but songs off records. So. <laughs> this is tough. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't have to be your top song, just like some of the best songs that have released so far God, this, this year. This is for a weak album year that this year kind of has been so far, Agreed. yeah. So yeah. far. I I feel there's been good albums, but in comparison to what last, 2022 last was, was busted. Was unbelievable. I mean, like we all I, were I having felt, like 20 albums. I felt like it broke. Even 2021 felt like at points like it was just 
breaking. You were just like, wow, what I've is only, this? I only have five albums so far that are guaranteed on my list. So I have a bunch. I've just listed a shit ton that I've liked. So, yeah, I don't think I have fifty percent. All right, maybe just under. So I will. I will start this discussion. <laughs> um, and I will go right into my library very quickly. And it's not a song that was released this year. Okay. But it was a live track that was released this year, and it's Slaughter to Prevail's Bonebreaker live in Moscow off of their. Slaughter to Prevail, live in Moscow. They released that video last year as part of like an online mm-hmm. thing. Dude, <laughs> that song's fucking ridiculous up. already. And the it, it makes me want to just go around and kick infants. <laughs> <laughs> just start a mosh pit of just kicking children. Just This is what a mosh pit is, kid. Oh. <laughs> That's a. They're a dog. I was gonna say everything. They're a Yorkie. (laughs) Yup. Wiener dog. Um. No, that song is fucking incredible, and I got to experience them live for the first time I've like ever. Mm -hmm. And I was with my children, so I was not buying a a a mosh a pit ticket. Pass. Yeah. Not doing it. I was tempted. (laughs) For them, I was tempted. I was like, all right, if my children are gonna go into their first mosh pit, it should be should be slobbies. And then I'm like, oh man, I'd look like a real shit father if I'm walking out and Lexi's got an arms bent run way and Julian's legs going the wrong way and I got a big <laughs> smile on my face and I got them both under my arms all happy like, they survived. That just means that one of these days we'll all have to go to a concert and go to the pit together so we can protect them yeah. and they can pit. You know what I mean? Yeah, Maybe just, get like one other person to have like their own mini pit. And it's so funny. I just it. had this conversation with somebody about going into mosh pits and they don't like big crowds and I'm like listen mm-hmm. when you go into a mosh pit technically it's like 25 people taking up half the floor yeah. so you got all the space to do all these activities like backflips and kicks and punches and sometimes they connect and sometimes yeah. they don't not everyone is necessarily trying to yeah, but it's not... just if you're running in a freaking circle you're gonna get dizzy too you're dancing just think of it as a line dance just think of it as a you know, circle dance a hoedown you know <laughs> pass your partner do do you know what I mean that's all it is remember, to... remember back in school dances when they make the circle and push yep. the kids in to oh, have yeah. them dance that's what literally what this is, what what this is. is. This but is. we're legit pushing push, you yeah. into each other let's go just it's go just, yeah. circle 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 but oh my god bone break alive in Moscow that would be one song if we're gonna come back around and we're gonna do a couple of songs I'll come up with a couple others but that's my that's my first suggestion I'm gonna go for you I have so many <laughs> okay I'll go for my first ones I have well I'm gonna I say I'll first, do it to two I'll so say I first ones because it's two songs that could be one song, but they split it into two. Mm-hmm. Upon lost singles, knocked loose. Okay, it's deep in the willow, and everything is quiet now. When I'm talking about, you say bone bone. I will not disagree. Bonebreaker is a fucking incredible. It is a hard hitting song. If you want to get someone into knock loose, there are two songs you introduce them to. Um, counting worms off of laugh tracks. And deep in the willow. Punch you in the face. Heavy riffs. Chunky guitars. Mm -hmm. The drums are killer. And the fucking drop. The the fucking drop of deep in the willow. Is knocked loose motherfucker. I love it. I (laughs) love it. Is the drop. (laughs) Absolutely amazing. It, It. Knock loose. <laughs> Josh is like, I, 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 I got no more wins. Knock loose. So the first metal show I went to, 
was Siler with Noctlus and Beartooth. It was Beartooth's disease uh, tour. And Noctlus was an opener or support. Mm-hmm. I have I had never heard them before. I've never seen them live before. And I was in the pit. I almost died. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? We're glad you didn't because otherwise you wouldn't be here. I wouldn't. So Podcast wouldn't have started. Very true. Anywho, what do you got? So I have two, just really quick. Because my 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 band Paris, they dropped an album three days ago. One of the songs that they released off of it is Goddess. Um, kind of what you're saying, if you want to get into a band, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a song to get into a band, but this is kind of their message with a lot of things that have been going on in the world. This is a song that they that they put out, kind of describing how they're feeling. And then the second is again a song that makes me want to punch babies. Or, you I didn't know, say babies. I said infants. Babies are different. They can't defend themselves. An infant can defend itself. It can bite your ankles. A baby's just crawling around on the floor. That's just wrong. <laughs> Terminology aside, <laughs> the song Sleep Token released Vor. Yeah. If there's a song, I have, I have the summoning on my list. So I, I was songs. like, I was thinking of the two of them. I was like, the hmm, summoning, the summoning is what brought them to. But Vor again. is like the song that like gets me like. I I agree. Like if the summoning fuming. never came out as big as it did, Sleep Token's new album mm-hmm. might have fallen under the rug. Yeah, oh big time. Oh yeah, one hundred. But because of how the summoning social was media. accepted, yes. and how social media blew them the fuck up, made yeah, them oh, the 100%. band that they are. How's this? I'm gonna double down on that because. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last year what the hottest TikTok was for like? I don't know three months. Mariana Cross. Yeah, it was Ghost. By Ghost. Yeah. And that song had released years Just, before. Like a full calendar year yeah. before. And it was the funniest thing is I remember telling you immediately, and I told you the same thing. I'm like, when people start realizing what this song's about, people are going to stop backtracking on it. And what happened? Three months later, it's like, where did it all go? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. No, valid. And I, I 100% agree with what you said. But and, I think and, it and helps for a lot of bands. Oh, the, the summoning's so good. The summoning also like... Brought people so actually you know it's what? weird because two songs oh okay um death of peace of mind and the Ooh. summoning or just both for- brought to to light the concept of baby making metal yeah and then just and people for are starting to only. make yeah, more yeah. and more of that kind of metal sex that had exactly sex metal yeah another one I want to say Barbie. <laughs> is I think I've definitely sent you a video or two about this is um a trend that's not just on TikTok but it's like. A kind of making heavy metal, black metal bands like acceptable for doing different things. Like once they, two girls on TikTok, do little funny dances to Slipknot. Yeah. So they're uh, like, yeah. they bring all these you know hardcore heavy songs and like kind of like seen make a, it um, like a kid in a Michael Myers mask doing it. Yeah. Doing yeah. different dances. Legit at the concert we went to a couple weekends ago, I was doing the Macarena to fucking fit for a king. Someone was- and I wasn't. Lo- I was losing my mind. <laughs> Okay, so I, I tuned up exactly the point in this song where it goes fucking stupid. Okay. And just so everybody's got a preference, uh, Alex is singing, and then all you're going to hear is crowd. That's it. Oh. Bro. That is all crowd. That gave me chills. 
You want to know what that gave me fucking That's in the vibes of? Right down my spine. You know spine. what that gave me Every vibes of? Every time I hear it. Whole, whole different fucking genre. Puerto Rico singing Shambay yes. from Bad yes. Bunny. Yes. 100%. They drowned out the fucking track. How about when uh, at Money in the Bank, the whole crowd singing Cody Rhodes' song? Yeah. yeah. Cody Rhodes this past week had the loudest woe since WrestleMania. Yes. Because they were in Georgia. Yes. Yep. But And T Pain missed it. <laughs> yep. And I'll tell you something right now. Well, there's no auto tune. That's why T Pain didn't pick it up. He uh, is a good <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> that's why that song hit for me. It's just that it, it I God, saw it. I need right, to oh, I need to listen to this, dude. It's so good. Like just All right. hearing it again. Oh. All right. Josh is like and send, and send, my spine. So my second track. And I'm um I'm with you on this one. <laughs> we don't need another hero cover by Ghost yes, of Tina I, Turner. My other song I was gonna say is Jesus he uh Jesus He Knows Me. That's yes. what I was gonna say. I was like oh. I was thinking of two songs I really but then I was like Oh my the, god. They're co- they were just like here here you go. Here you go. And Tina Turner passes like I what know. a week and a half later after yeah. the song gets released. It's like almost like that perfect like way to send her off exactly, into Exactly, yeah. It was kind of like poetic, sort of, kind of, yeah. Um, Another one I'm just going to throw out there real quick. I don't know if you've heard it. I think I've heard, I think I've played it for you. Mm. Um, It is a new track by Escape to Fate featuring Spencer Charnas. Oh. It's called Cheers to Goodbye. I've already heard it. Oh. I've heard it. Dude. It's so good. It's really good. The circusy theme. Yeah. It gives me very, I don't know if you've heard Crumb the Empire's Johnny's Revenge. Yes. The new one that they have all the different artists on, mm-hmm. yeah, it yeah. gives me very similar like circus metal horror. Vibes. It reminds me. It, you know what it reminds me of? It is the end. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, very much. It's got that that kind. Bum, bum, yeah, and it's got the <laughs> the very melodic and yeah. Have you ever listened to? Um, it's a show between the buried and me. No. Oh man, check out between the buried and me. They have like this weird like prog metal. And it's the it's the weirdest fucking thing, and I can't even explain it. it yeah. It's just the craziest shit. But they came up on like a playlist I was playing the other day, and I'm like, mm. oh my god, I haven't listened to them in forever. And they're just so interesting. But yeah, I'm. We don't need another hero. I'm gonna bring up them. one more cover. Go for it. Fall Out Boy. We yeah. inside the fire. A lot of people really are on it. the fence about it, just obviously because Billy Joel's is so classic and yeah. But I personally like it because of all the it, obviously it, recent yeah. stuff. I mean, we necessarily like we weren't alive. Now. We weren't alive for obviously up lot until of the nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. But still it it just it, like it was just so nostalgic to hear recent things happen and yeah. just like it was I, just so good. I like the other side of that one. I, I understand, I, yeah. Yeah. My my I can my, understand both sides. So this is where I I we were talking about a shit cover upstairs earlier, okay? Yes. And this is where I draw the line kind of on covers. Mm-hmm. I like when artists take risks and they change the song. Mm-hmm. The artist we talked about earlier, I'm not. we don't want to bring negativity here, he completely missed. Completely missed with the song. Mm-hmm. With Tobias, the changes he makes in the song, they work. Yeah. Fall Out Boy didn't make a single fucking change to that song except for the lyrics. It was the same mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. I I would have loved if they did something different, like if they sped up the tempo a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like they, I, I like I like how punk bands do that to certain pop songs. Like when you hear pop, pop goes punk, pop goes yep. punk. They it ch- was massive for a long time, and they ch- they played the songs, but they changed it from Taylor Swift to Britney Spears. To- One of my favorite ones is it's very different. Drunken Love. 
It's the Ocean's 8 Alaska cover. Okay. And Ocean's 8 Alaska, I think I've played them. Yeah, You've heard them. Heard I don't them. know if I've played them for you. They are stupid heavy. Like, very heavy. Like, yeah. stuff you probably wouldn't listen to on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, They do Drunken Love so much justice, And that's in the, my opinion. And that's the thing is, I like when bands take the risk to make a change to a song. Mm-hmm. But when you just take a... I'm sorry. You just change the words. You just change the words. You kids and, bopped it. And Billy... Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That is exa- You could have gotten the same effort if you had taken seven-year-olds from Nickelodeon shows. By the way, apparently Kids Bob 2023 is coming out soon. I'm so ready for it. <laughs> I need to hear some of this shit. I'm, I'm putting this out there. The summoning the peop- Kids Bob 2023. The, the, people, the people from Kids Bob may not hear this. Yes, you need to do some metal fucking covers on Kids Bob. No, Think about the major metal songs that have popped this year. Imagine Kids Bob doing Death of Peace of Mind or Imagine Just Pretend or like Mariana whatever. Cross. <laughs> if there is anyone listening out there, please do Mariana Mariana nope. or what is what is the heaviest song that's been released for you Blinded. guys? Blinded by Brand of Sacrifice. <laughs> by Brand of Sacrifice. So. Just play it, please. Just oh. do it. Just see hearing these kids trying to. I mean, there's the there's um the O'Keefe Foundation that does um <laughs> the kids who do metal covers. You should look them up. All O'Keefe right. Foundation. They're unbelievable. Okay. Okay. So we've done our co- yeah. we've done our singles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I honestly at this point I think three questions might be. Oh no, we're we're going for it, man. Let's go. We're gonna we're give these people. Good, we're gonna give these people an episode today. I like it. All it's right. It's been two weeks. Yes. It's been three weeks actually. So besides movies music books what's an activity that you guys are looking forward to the most it does i mean if it is if you're going to a major concert or no, you're no, going no. to something or a sport cool but what is something that you are looking forward to end of fall uh end of summer fall any activity that you already got planned um so one thing that I've been getting into, and she knows exactly where I'm going with this, I've been getting into golf. Okay. I wanted to start playing golf, um, but that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> so what, are you going to the Masters to qualify? No. <laughs> Next year. Um, Next year. Can I be, something can something I be? kind of big. Meredith and I are looking at getting a condo. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. So that's, that's one of the big things going on right now for us is that's a, obviously a huge step. Yeah. Um, so that's currently what's kind of going on in, in my future. I mean, a lot of concerts, a lot of sporting events that we're going to, but golf, I want to get golf. good. Golfing's fun, dude. I mean, it's a activity. It's a good way to kill time. I now have you played a full 18 or you've been playing? Nines? I played 18. You've been playing 18. Yeah. What's your shot? God awful. <laughs> it's my first time ever going out on a golf course. Okay. Do you know what the Was number it? is? What? what was the number? Did you say? Did you give us a number? What no, I said God awful. Oh, okay. God awful. Okay. I lost track after about hole four. <laughs> and I had lost about six balls. Nice. Because I have power, but but they go fucking right. <laughs> Slice for no woods. Oh, no one's all, over there. Okay, it's all woods. <laughs> okay, okay. I got a hundred mile race coming up. That is the one Tell thing I'm it. building up to. I'm so excited. I have uh, this one's in North Carolina, right? Yes, yes. Beast of the East. Uh, hundred miles. I think it's like twenty-seven thousand feet of elevation. Holy shit! You've, the you've not done this one before. You've done hundred miler, but I, you haven't nope, done this nope. one. I've done hundred k. That's the furthest okay. I've went. Yes. Um, I've done hundred k. Um, this is a big jump. 
Um, Jesus. Yeah. The 100K was 62.2 miles. You're adding another marathon and a half on it. Hold on. Forget that part. So it was 62.2 miles with about 6,000 feet of elevation gain. Now I'm doing 30 30 plus extra miles with an additional 22,000 feet of gain is what I'm doing. So um, a lot of the build that I'm doing over the course of these next couple of months is all going to be a lot of hill work, uh, double long days. So this Saturday, I'm meeting up my buddy Adam. We're going to do a 15-miler in the woods um, at Watapa, and then I'll work all day, and then I'll leave work, and then I have a 25-mile run planned from 9 o'clock at night until whenever I finish it in Mm -hmm. Fall River, and I'm going to start at the bottom of President Avenue. And I'm going to hike President Avenue and then run down President Avenue. And then I'm going to hike President Avenue. Jesus and I'm Christ. just going to do that until I hit 25, 25 miles. miles. Yeah. And if anyone doesn't know, President's Avenue Fall River is, I feel like for me, and I'm not a runner, I wouldn't even call myself close to it, just even driving. It's a lot of elevation. Just in a driving. Car. Exactly. Driving up and down in a car is scary. I don't even want to imagine putting my legs through that. So I will give you the exact information on President Avenue as far as that climb is concerned. All right. Everyone ready so to the, audibly gasp? So the presidential climb is 0.36 miles. It has an 8.8% average grade and is 170 feet of vertical gain from base to top. So I will do... So three rounds mm-hmm. was going to give me one mile in 340 feet every three rounds. Wow. So, but that's what I need because I need to average about 200 feet every mile is how I have to do it. So, yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a fun night run by myself. This man is a warrior, River. a trooper, yeah. if you will. Carry a BB gun. I, nah. He's got He's, the guns got, right there. They, <laughs> they, gotta, right there. they gotta catch me. That's the thing. Um, <laughs> that and I'm looking forward to some more tattoos this year. I just don't. Oh. I I have a couple of um, tattoos I'm working on right now. Well, not working on, but yeah. have scheduled. Um, one of which next month. Mm-hmm. Actually, two of which one session next month. Um, yeah. And then I'm gonna try and finish up the sleeve in the next year or so before the wedding. Yeah. Um, and then I want to get my first non-arm tattoo. Join I'm getting the club. my I'm getting Woo-hoo. my thigh piece done. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna get a um. It's kind of like a demonic Hanya on my thigh. Nice. Because I wanted to get like matching Hanyas, but then I decided, eh. Because I wanted to do like the um, the smiling and frowning actor faces, mm-hmm. but as Hanya masks. And I didn't really know how to pull it off. But I mean, if the artist that I go to see, Dish, absolutely fucking legend. 12 out of 10. So good. She could probably figure something out. But I haven't been able to find like reference pieces. Yep. I want to show her this one and see. Hey, is there any way you could do like a flip as like a a, a smiling one and then like an almost frowning angry angry one? Yeah. And then get those as like dueling Hanyas on my thighs. Nice. Yeah, I did. I did behind my knee. I heard forty two point two or yep. something. Yep. yep. Jesus Christ. Hey, didn't move. Really? Didn't. Did the guy was so disappointed. He did my so. As everyone knows, I do my times on my legs, mm-hmm. and it's just text. So I can go anywhere and have that done. As long as you can pound out a straight line, it is what it is. Match mm-hmm. the font. Exactly. Match the font, match the size, pound out the straight line, I'm good. So I told him, like, well, I want to do it behind my knee. 
he got so excited. He's like, oh, I'm so happy. to You're, you're going to be in so much pain. He was so disappointed. I sat there. I'm just like, are you done yet? I don't even feel anything. When she did the behind my, when they did behind my leg, it was, that shit hurt. I didn't think it was as much as it did, especially when they armpit. got close to the, very close to my knee pit, because I got maybe like an inch. When are you getting your, um, when are you getting your elephant? Yeah. What are you talking about? They didn't pitch a perfect game. <laughs> they had a perfect game pitched against them. I bring a lot of shit into this universe, people. Just saying. Yeah, I'm doing my armpit. What are you doing in your armpit? I'm going to put, um, since I do all my ultra marathon stuff on my chest. Mm-hmm. You're going to do 100K? I'm going to put, put the distances in my arm. I'm going to do 50K, 50 miler, 100K, 100 miler. And then because I'll have completed all those distances, mm-hmm. and then the goal is to eventually be able to put 250, 250 miler for a Cocodona when I eventually do Cocodona. Ooh. And then I'll put the buckle for Cocodona right underneath it when yeah. I eventually get it. Yeah. That'd be badass. So That'd be sick. That's that's I the like that. that's the goal for like the, the upper body. But yeah. I'm still yeah, because you have the ultra running guys on my stuff chest. on your yep. chest. Yep. So say it with your um. chest. So what's your activity? So I mean to round for? out, I'm getting a tattoo. Josh and I will be getting on the same day I'm getting a a back tattoo along my spine. Nice. Very um, Seth Rollins-esque. Nice. So, you know, so just to round out the tattoos, and then we're hopefully going to be, we're going to go on a camping trip, like full-on, in the woods, no, like, no hookups of water or anything. Yeah, tenting. Hanging out with the black bears. And in, in Acadian National uh, oh, Park up yeah. in Maine, so looking forward to that, so. Sweet. Yeah. Do you know which mountain you're staying on? No. We're just going to kind of whatever's available for us. Everyone except for the island because we're in, our cars will not be capable of being able to hold two canoes and or kayaks. So at least you can't get of, a roof rack on your venue. Not big enough to hold that's, two kayaks or canoes. That's true. Unfortunately. You have a little short little car. Uh, yeah, my thing's a little. If it was like, literally a, if it was like a forest or maybe. Maybe. <laughs> It's just, that little. A, it's just a little itty bitty putt putt. <laughs> a real queer car, but not this little guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, it's back to you, buddy. So, round two. Round fight. two. Fight. fight. All right. So, <laughs> 2023 has been an excellent video game year. Excellent video game year. What has been the game that you guys have been completely enamored with? It's going to be so fucking stupid. I don't think I've played a single new game from 2023. What? This year has been so good. I haven't. My God. I've played games this year, but the two games I've played were Scarlet Violet, which was end of 22, and fucking Fire Emblem, which was from 2003. Oh, my God, man. You didn't play the new Zelda yet? No, I I haven't finished the first one. I haven't finished Breath of the Wild. So I haven't picked up. Um, Tears of the Kingdom because I haven't finished Breath of the Wild. Okay. If man, I really feel like I wasted a question here. <laughs> if, <laughs> if actually, when did Skyward Score si- Skyward Sword Remastered come out? Was yep. that twenty two or twenty three? No, it was twenty two. No, I was gonna say fuck. Because I played I played a bit of that. That was good. Um, it's a remaster. It doesn't count. That's fair. Bub. <laughs> Sorry. Yo 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 yo. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't played anything <laughs> wow. this year. Okay, well, I don't play a ton of video games in general. I played Far Cry Six, but that was fucking twenty twenty. That came out. <laughs> yeah, you finally opened it. Yeah. <laughs> so this is gonna be a loaded, loaded answer. So Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out in October. Mm-hmm. I have that pre-ordered. So obviously I haven't played that. 
I have witnessed and played the tiny, tiniest little bit of Tears of the Kingdom. I've mostly watched other people play it. Fantastic game. The storyline is... I love the crafting. It's so much fun. It's the video... I just <coughs> saw a video of the other day of someone creating a lowrider. Yeah. And it's absolutely incredible. It's just some of the things that people are thinking of, like they literally created like a Burning Man. Yeah. Like statue and then all... And then of course they had to put, you know... Yep. Private parts yep. on yeah, it. You, and have so, ru- you have to ruin um, it. Of course, you got to ruin it for everything. But a game that I have been playing is a remastered version of Skyrim. <laughs> nice. Okay. And I, I just, I bought it the other day, and it's just like I just, I can't. I don't know what it is about Skyrim. Just kind of the original one. It just, you know, it, it, it tickles my pickle. You know. That's just what it does for me. Nice. I think, I think, I mean, I certainly know your answer. Josh should as well. It's, it's one, it's yeah. one game it's I've been really- waiting for for <laughs> years. I've been playing Diablo 3 now for like 11 years. And I took a break from it as soon as I found out Diablo 4 was coming out. And I just immersed myself in all the lore. Mm-hmm. I watched all the movies. I read all the books. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, Diablo. How many hours have you put into it so far? Too many to not have finished the story. Really? Is it that much like side shit? No. No, that's not the problem. It's just hard? Yeah. I'm an asshole, as many people know. But I'm even more of an asshole to my video game characters. So I believe in a one-life system when I play a video game. So they die, you restart. Yes. And the thing is, Diablo provides that for you. It's called hardcore mode. Hardcore, yep. yep. So... This guy, you know, was trying to figure out the mechanics at the beginning because there's some new characters. There's a druid. I've never played as a druid before. So I figured I'd find out, you know, what the druid's all about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, four hours in, oh, he's dead. Well, four hours in, oh, he's dead. All right. I'm going to go to the necromancer. I love the necromancer. I get a necromancer. I get like eight hours in. Oh, I ran into the butcher. Thing fucking wiped the floor with me. Okay. He's dead. Lost eight hours there. <laughs> I then finally get a great build on a necromancer. I finally figure it out. 28 hours into my fucking build. Dead. Killed by one of the multitude of bosses that this game provides. So I had to put the game away for like a week because I was so mad. I'm now getting back into the game um i've got my character kind of building back up i think i've got maybe like six hours invested i'll play a little bit tonight after i go for my run tonight i Mm -hmm. got i got seven miles docked for tonight but that'll take me about an hour hour and ten minutes um casual casual seven miles of course with hills and everything involved yeah um but i'm i have to finish the story before friday because season one season of the malignant comes out Friday and the only way you can get into the season is by having the story done. So I need to finish the story within the next couple of days and unfortunately I have the game set to the hardest difficulty on hardcore mode and I already know who I'm going to run into and this guy wiped the floor with me the first time so I've got to figure out the build to get past this fucking asshole and I don't know if I can figure it out because I couldn't even get him a third of his life down. It was ridiculous. 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 It'd, it'd be the same thing as Brock Lesnar stepping in the ring with an infant. Not a baby, <laughs> an infant. So I'll say this here. I just remembered a game. It's actually coming out Friday um, that I absolutely fucking adore the series. Like 
one of my favorite game series. Mm-hmm. My favorite game series, Pokemon. Two is Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. Three, Pikmin. Okay. Pikmin 4 comes out Friday. Wow, I didn't know they were still making Pikmin. Yeah. Holy shit. Pikmin 4 comes out Friday. It has the whole original cast of characters. It's got the red, blue, yellow. It's got the white and purple again. Then there's a flying and a stone Pikmin as well. Up the pink and the, the crystal. Um, and, and I think they came out with a fucking dog Pikmin too. I haven't seen too, too much of it, but this is the cover, and there's a dog that looks like a Pikmin. <laughs> That's awesome. And I need this in my life. Um, unless the dog is your character, and it's supposed to be the new Olimar, mm-hmm. <laughs> which, if so, absolutely about it. So, might be picking that up and might be playing that for a little bit. I haven't played since Pikmin 2. I did not play any of Pikmin 3, which is when they introduced the crystalline and the flying Pikmin. Mm-hmm. So I'll have to fucking teach myself their mechanics because obviously red is fire, blue is water, yellow is electric. Mm-hmm. And then the purple Pikmin is heavy. So like they're for taking down bigger enemies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the white ones are poison. Okay. Crystal, I'm assuming, is something to do with taking down enemies or something. And then obviously flying Pikmins to get... Yeah, for flight. Yeah. I'm excited. I just <laughs> I just remembered that was coming out. I'd heard that was coming out. The one thing I'm ready for, and I it's rumored right now, I don't even know if it's happening, is I've been playing a lot of ported games. So on the Switch, they have the um, N64, they have the Game Boy Advanced, and then they have the SNES yeah, yeah. Uh, ports. There's rumors that Pokemon Generation 3, Emerald, Ruby, Sapphire, the games I played in 2003, my first ever Pokemon games, are being ported to the Switch. No nice. way. That's awesome. I will no life <laughs> fucking Pokemon Ruby when that shit comes out. Nice. Because that was the first Pokemon game I'd ever played, ever beaten. I had a level 86 fucking Blaziken. Everybody else was no higher than 40. <laughs> oh, that was my Nidoqueen Queen in the original Pokemon. My Nidoqueen Queen was like a level 92. You didn't even use a, uh, your starter? Fuck that. I used Bulbasaur until I had to get to, until I fought, I got a, uh, a Nidoqueen. A Nidoqueen, and that was it. That was fucking it. Nidoqueen's so overpowered, it's ridiculous. You didn't get Thrash, though. Got Stomp instead. It doesn't <sighs> matter. You just need Double Kick. Double Kick Earthquake. Yeah. Yeah. Poison right. Sting and Surf, and that's it. Done. Yeah, you're right. Fair enough. All right. <clears throat> Question. Oh, shit. It's my turn. It is your turn. Put you on the spot. <clears throat> okay. Um, Jeez. All right, let's do this. Go into the sports world for a little bit. All right, all right, all right. MLB trades are coming up very quickly. Trade deadline is coming up very soon. And the one name on everybody's lips is Shohei Otani. The Angels have pretty much said that they are dealing Shohei. Where does Shohei land... And also, what other big moves do you see happening? Like, what teams that are selling do you expect big moves to come from? Shohei is staying in an L.A. Angel. That's what I'm thinking, too. I don't think he's leaving the Angels. I think it would be kind of stupid. If he leaves the Angels, it is just to go across town to the Dodgers. That is it. Really? That is it. I don't see him. 
And the thing you is, I see him in Yankee pinstripes. I, I see the Dodgers going to make a move for him in free agency regardless. Yeah. So they may not want to give up the prospects unless they need to give up the prospects. If they really see Sh- Shanae as this must-have, I can't see him. I can't see teams giving up the prospects, especially since he's going to hit the open market. Mm-hmm. And I think the I think the Angels are just. I'm sorry. You've had two generational talents, and you've went to one playoff series. You've got. You have. I know fantasy. <laughs> In fantasy baseball, the number one and number two pick, back to back, and you've been to one playoff. You have the two best players in all of ball right now, Shohei and Mike Trout. Listen, the comparison of Shohei Otani to anybody in the NFL is if Patrick Mahomes threw for 400 yards and four touchdowns and then also recorded three sacks as a defensive end. That is the comparison. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at Shohei's offensive numbers halfway through le- however many games. 35, 36, uh, I think he hit his 36th home run last night. And it's equal to, it's better than what Judge did last year Yeah, through the, up until this point. In, in the game he hit his 35th home run, they lost that game. And you could see Shohei sitting on the bench and the other team members were trying to talk to him and everything. And he just wouldn't talk to anybody. Wouldn't interact. He sat down. He took his gloves off. He put his pitching gear on. Mm-hmm. And that was it. It sucks. It's a waste. And with Trout being injured, I mean, we're kind of seeing the tail end of what LA, LA had their opportunities, in my yeah. opinion. So, um, I just... I don't... I don't know. It's almost like the Damian Lillard trade. Mm-hmm. Like Portland wants so fucking much for Damian Lillard, and I feel like LA is going to do the exact same thing. Like they're saying they're willing to move on from him. They're willing to move on from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. we just want your one, two, three, four, five top prospects plus all your first round picks for the next ten years. Plus, yeah. we're going to want you to pay his entire salary. Um, no, I'm not going to. Fran- I'm not going to. I understand. Bankrupt my franchise. Exactly. I understand he's the the best ball player right now and probably the best one we've seen in a long time. But you're not going to give up an entire franchise. For no, him. you no. can't. You just can't. I mean, one play. Baseball is a sport that proves that one player cannot mm-hmm. make or break. I mean, I mean, because you I mean, have you to get have, through the other eight. Well, I mean, you have essentially eight. forget just the other eight. You have to look at the rest of the roster. You have to look at relief pitches. You've mm-hmm. got to look at uh, situational. Base stealers, you have to look. One guy cannot make a difference. Barry Bonds is the greatest baseball player I ever watched. Mm-hmm. It's not even close. Forget steroids. Hand eye coordination. The guy had power. The guy could steal bases. He was a 40 40 guy. 40 stolen bases and 40 home runs in a season. That's fucking ridiculous. The guy was a gold glove outfielder. The guy was a seven time, seven time MVP. It's ridiculous. And he never won a ring. Greatest baseball player I ever watched. Never wore wore ring. The greatest baseball player my grandfather ever watched was Ted Williams. Ted Williams. Never won a ring. Never won a ring. One player does not make a championship. Nolan Ryan is another example of that. Nolan Ryan won a championship his rookie year in 1969. Never won another ring. Greatest pitcher. Mm -hmm. Bart, in my... I'm willing to have a really good discussion, but he's the greatest pitcher, in my opinion, in the history of baseball. For his longevity, for the records he holds, for everything he ever did for the sport, has only one ring. Mm -hmm. But then you've got players who are great. I'm not taking anything away from Derek Jeter, Roger Clemens, Tino Martinez, Paul O'Neill, 
Roger Clemens can't hold a candle, a candle to Nolan Ryan. He really can't. Even though Roger Clemens has Cy Youngs and Nolan Ryan doesn't. Mm -hmm. It's just what it is. You can't, you cannot, you cannot ruin your franchise. And I've taken over this conversation. How about you? What do you think? Where do you think he's going? If he's going to get traded. (laughs) I have a realistic and then I have a stupid one. Realistic could be Pittsburgh. Okay. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Realistic. My stupid one, and this is no offense to you, the A's. Oh. Just what you're we... already you're already moving to Vegas. You real I mean they don't they They don't, don't have the money. They leverage their future. <laughs> Literally leverage your future on Joey Otani. And then He's a but, free agent next year. You'd have him for the rest of this year and then it's done. They're not a competitor. He wouldn't go to a non competitor. That's why I said it was stupid. <laughs> um, because of the dude, the, the, way, not, the, the non real factors. The way we're getting knocked around by the fucking Red Sox right now. Yeah. We're getting yeah. fucking beat senseless. What was it? Thirteen nothing last night or something? Seven or eight to nothing. No. It's still equivalent. Yeah, you had one hit. Yeah, exactly. We, huh. A couple of base on balls, you know. God, yeah, base runners. Um. So my my thing is as well. Um. Considering he hits the free market, I don't think anybody's gonna go for him now. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're gonna give up so much for the chance that you might not even make a playoff run. Well, and then he could be gone. Next you're year. gonna make a playoff run if you're if you're going for Otani. You're gonna make a playoff run. But the thing is, the is Yankees I, have con- uh, contemplated going for him. I mean, it makes sense. It, he makes sense in pinstripes. He does. He makes sense in in any big market. Atlanta makes sense. You know, what I mean, any team that's gonna go and hunt for a World Series. I mean, I've heard the conversation Reds that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking Tampa's mm. put. Yeah, put, but Tampa's in tr- man. Tampa's getting hunted down. I would not hate to see him in Baltimore black and orange. I know. That would be fun. That would be fun. But him pitching to Adley. That'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. He's but, a tough player though to think about. Um Cardinals are selling. Um the only one they said that they're not selling are Arenado and Goldschmidt, I think they said. I guess. Whatever. If you're selling, you're selling. This is the way I look at it. Oakland mm-hmm. proved if you're selling, you're selling. Everybody's fucking free game. <laughs> Oh, we got a fucking double A ball club. <laughs> Not even triple. It's a double. It's double yeah. A. It's high A. Your turn. It's all right. It hurts. Question time? Yeah. All right. So staying on the sports track, moving it to the NFL. How do you guys think, with the way the offseason's gone so far, what is sort of your really, 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 really early predictions for your team? In any way, shape, or form, whether it's playoffs, whether you just record-wise or anything, what do you what are you seeing for your team? I think the Eagles stayed strong. Yeah, they've lost some big spots. They've lost some big pieces. Um, Jalen Carter's probably not going to play a snap because mm-hmm. he's going to be in jail. Um, <laughs> that trading of that pick looks better and better <sighs> every day. <laughs> no, I mean, I I I don't think we're going to get the one. Um, I think the most improved in the well, maybe not even because who the fuck's their quarterback? Um, I was thinking Sam Fran has a, it's like the same. They they look great offensively and defensively, except who's throwing the ball to 
any of their weapons. I mean, you got Bar- Brock Purdy comes back healthy. He's still a good option. Yeah, yeah. still a good option. But is he a, is he your guy? Is he a your guy? Is he the one that's going to bring them to a Super Bowl? You, I mean, when he's healthy, based on what he's did. Yeah, he went what ten and one in all of his starts. Yeah. In one of his starts, he only played half the fucking game because he got hurt. Yep. So it's only... I don't know. It's very possible. I mean, Eagles make the playoffs. Um, Dallas does not scare me. Um, Who do they scare? Washington and New York are take-it-or-leave-it teams, honestly, in my opinion. New York's strong. New York York looks good. New York looks good. But is Danny Dimes going to have another good year? If they bring back Saquon, he is. Mm -hmm. If Saquon signs, he is. I'm and they got an right even now. better tight end too. Yep. If they got Sa- Evan Ingram now. If if Saquon signs, that is a Saquon's forty percent of that offense. Just keep yeah. that in mind. Without Saquon, Danny's in a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Danny's not a good quarterback. I'm just saying he's in a little bit of trouble because forty percent of your offense, all of a sudden, he needs to figure out where to put forty percent of the offense now. He needs mm-hmm. a running back that's going to pick up behind him, and he's going to need to make more plays. A with his feet and B throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. Having Saquon really alleviates a lot of that. Um, but. With that being said, I think the Eagles should be head and shoulders above the rest of the division. I really feel that way. Um, Cowboys are just tough to tell. That's the way I look at it. They're tough. They Cowboys could, hot could and cold. start exactly. They could start off really hot. They could make it to the playoffs in a wild card spot. They could win a game, and then they just run fucking Saquon under center. Saquon? Not oh. Saquon. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dak. Dak. So, Not Dak. Um, fucking. Zeke. He's no, not on Zeke. The team anymore. Zeke was the center, and it'd be Tony. It'd be Pollard, yeah. and it'd be Prescott right behind him. <laughs> I mean, Prescott says he's not going to throw more than ten interceptions this year, so I think he's going to throw fifteen. <laughs> okay. All right, but now we're talking about all the teams. What about your team? I feel more confident in my team going into this year. The fact that we have an actual offensive coordinator. Um, I know our. I know our offense gonna look a tad different with the with our technically our number one probably being Juju and the fact that we uh really let the ball slip with D hop potentially getting D hop dude that's the Titans the team where wide receivers go to die mm-hmm. I you know I'm looking at a face value I'm like maybe shouldn't have made such a quick move with getting Juju first maybe should have waited till things kind of settled and see what see what the landscape looked like but again i'm a lot more confident our strength in our team is our defense and i think our defense will still be good Mm -hmm. i think we i think we get in the wild card this year okay i don't think we're gonna make any real big noise or any change but i'm a lot more confident going into this year so i'm excited i think we'll be good what about the bears third in the The division seven and ten eight and nine who's fourth the pack 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 so is it is it yeah. Lions, Vikings, Charge, uh, Chicago? Chargers. I thought C and it said Chargers. Um, Lions, Lions Vikings, Vikings, Bears, Bears Packers. Packers. Yeah, that's and and I think if we go back to when we did our NFL mm-hmm. thing after the draft or whatever, I think that's where I think, you had I them. think I still had it the exact same way. Um, my thing is the Lions have really made some big steps. Yeah, they have. Um, I really like the way that team set up. Yeah. I hate the fact that David Montgomery went there. Because he is an awesome running back, I did. I yeah. he's going to help that team a lot. Um, you, the team is just a, a year older 
they're a year better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're going to get off to that slow start that like they did last year. Just think about it. If they had won any of those close games to start the season, they started two they, and seven. They yeah. they make the playoffs. Like 100%. everyone, like that's that's the crazy part. Um, the divisions opened up a little bit more with the departure of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, Iraq. which is why I don't think the Patriots are going to make the playoffs. Just because I think the Jets are going to make big strides with Rodgers. Mm-hmm. This is the way I. I, he, I think you he, get. I think he's, you a two, get... he's a two. He's a two. Win swing quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think, you and get, if they won, they obviously would have been. I think you get, get two teams out of the East, and it's Buffalo and New York. I don't think Miami behind Tua. I'll be honest, I don't know about Buffalo. I, I think I think that again, we're talking our teams, but yeah, Buffalo is an interesting is an interesting topic of conversation that we can always bring up because I'm very interested to talk about that team. Um, but I don't know what love is yet. Mm-hmm. Could love be? Like it was Favre to Rogers, Rogers to Love. Could mm-hmm. it be that way? It could. I'm not banking. I'm not on sold that on it, and I'm sold on DJ Moore helping out I'm Chase Claypool, helping out um, Darnell Mooney. Like I'm excited for what the team has around I'm fields. So ready for football season. <laughs> All I'm going to say is, if Fields. Cannot do it with this offense. He cannot do it. Okay. Because I will tell you something right now. They gave Trubisky weapons, and he did it. Mm-hmm. He went to the playoffs twice with a coach who was sabotaging him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You are building a team around this kid. If he cannot do it now, there's problems. There is problems because they've invested a lot behind this kid. True. Because they could have gone out and got somebody else. They had the number one pick. Yep. They had the number one pick. They could have gotten Stroud. They could have gotten Young. They could have gotten Richardson. They could have gotten any of those guys. They didn't. They traded back because they have faith in Fields. And I do too. I'm excited to see him and more. I think they could be one of the top tandems pairings. I think yeah. so. I think so as well. I'm I'm excited. I I just I. They have to show it, mm-hmm. I, and I don't want to see it in shorts. I need to see it in pads. Simple as that. That's why I miss old practices in the NFL where guys were in pads and smashing each other and getting into fights. It doesn't happen anymore. It's stupid. <sighs> okay. So I got to come up with my question. Third question. I'm going to bring it around to wrestling. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's do this. Match of the year. So far. So far. All promotions. But you had to have watched the match. You can't just go off of highlights. Match of the year so far. So, personal opinion, match of the year so far? That's what mine is. (laughs) WrestleMania, night one. Usos, Owens KO. That's a great match. That was a great match. The story that that match told... Had me. We had just come back from a three-hour concert. Yep. I was exhausted. I had driven all the way to Connecticut that day. I had been up since probably five or six in the morning. I was tired. I could not go to sleep until that match was over because I needed to know how it went. That's how much that match engrossed me. And I, I have said this for years. I am a hearty mark. Usos have become my favorite tag team as of late. Okay. Of all time. And that match cemented them as one of the greatest tag teams of all time. 
Okay. I'm not going to argue with that. They're number two for me. They're behind the Dudleys. I love that's the Dudleys. That's fair. That's very fair. Um, that's for me following from ECW all the way yeah, through. Yeah, yeah. I love the Dudleys. But the Usos have made huge, huge fucking leaps in that tag title reign that they had. Mm-hmm. They made fucking... They were, they, I'll be honest. They weren't even on my fucking radar. Like They weren't even the best tag team of their generation. Like I had them behind... FTR. FTR was there. New Day was there. New Day was there. Even for the short period that the Bludgeon Brothers were together, I had the um, Bludgeon the Brothers. The Bar. The Bar. Um, um, DIY. Uh, Kid and Cesaro. I mean, there were some really good tag teams, and it just felt like the Usos were great, but I just I couldn't. No. I can't even argue it anymore. They really are. Yeah, they're, they're that. They really are. Okay. Okay. So this is personal. It's supposed to be. Well, I'm just saying because this is, you know, you guys obviously know more and, you know, storylines going mm-hmm. back. Backlash. Damien Priest versus Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. That match was incredible. I think the fucking crowd. I think that the crowd and how long that match went and how well Bad Bunny did in it. I mean, obviously, we all know that certain spots were a little iffy, but in totality... For me, that match was just so entertaining from beginning to end. And how it ended, I mean, that's how I wanted it. That match proved to WWE that Damian Priest was the guy to put the money in the bank on. Mm-hmm. That's what it did. He was a safe it, worker. He kept Bad Bunny mm-hmm. in a good place the entire time. And if and it proves that if you can protect a celebrity, it they can will do well. launch will you. Sami Zayn. Sami yep. Zayn, Damian Priest... Seth Rollins. You want to know who the next guy it could be? Ricochet. It could. Ooh. If Ricochet can carry Logan Paul. Even though he nearly killed him. (laughs) Yeah. 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 But they're continuing that feud. I know. I'm excited. I'm so excited for that. But yeah, if you can can pull a good match out of a celebrity, you're seeing that in the modern era. Because unfortunately... Bam Bam Bigelow pulled a great match out of Lawrence Taylor at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. and he got really no push after that. He didn't get a world championship push. He didn't get anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the modern era, what you're seeing is if you can pull something out with a celebrity, you are definitely – just look at Adam Cole and Pat McAfee. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was those were, that was a great series of matches that mm-hmm. they had all together. So yeah. as long as we don't have to deal with the snookies of the world anymore, keep bringing in good celebrities who can actually hold their own exactly. or excite – Excited to be in the ring. That's the key. I have a weird little caveat just to do with wrestling. If anyone doesn't know, there is a writer and actor strike going on right now in Hollywood. And I think, I now I heard, I got this from somewhere, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. I saw sense. this too. This could be a really, really big opportunity for the WWE and potentially other celebrities for really coming in and joining in and potentially being like a Bad Bunny and being like a Logan Paul and a Pat McAfee. It's a multiverse. And I just think this is a grand opportunity to really have people hone in because on it. Because there's not going to be any new shit. Yep. No new TV shows, no new movies. But and WWE, they're not going to cross the picket line AEW, for other things, but where do you go? New Japan. Yep. It's all going to continue. Well, it's I don't a- see as much in New Japan. I'll be honest with you. They don't They don't. Well, like- I'm just saying wrestling is going to no, continue. And, yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying, what I mean is New Japan doesn't allow a lot of that outside. Is AEW mm-hmm. definitely will. You may see stuff in Impact and the smaller indie stuff, and you're mm-hmm. definitely going to see stuff in the WWE. Yeah. Now, um, I had a thought about what you were going with. Oh, about the whole... 
uh, Hollywood stuff. Mm -hmm. So have you heard the interview with Jay Uso and Jimmy Uso with Ariel Awani? No. Yeah. Okay. So they did an interview with Ariel Awani, and they were talking about when Hugh Jackman was in the WWE. I do remember that, yeah. Okay. Hugh Jackman. He was doing stuff with uh, Bad News Barrett, right? Correct. So Jay Uso was talking about a time when Hugh Jackman was backstage, and he, Jay Uso's handed the script, and he's kind of looking it over and stuff like that, and he goes, okay, and he gives the script back, and Hugh looks at him and goes, wait, you, you get the script same day? He goes, yeah, we get it a couple hours before. So you get the script same day, your rehearsals are short, and then you got to go out in front of live television and hit every one of your spots flawlessly. He goes, yeah, it's every day. He goes, wow, you guys are next level. And that's why I've told <sighs> the Bloodline stuff has been a soap opera and it's been <laughs> fucking great. I love it. I really do. Okay. It is guilty pleasure television Oh, chef's kiss best stuff that any wrestling organization has done in fucking years but it is a drama and that's the best part of it is it pulls you in and, oh, yeah. and this is where I get my match of the year so far okay it is the bloodline civil war oh yeah that match was great I had a feeling one of you guys was gonna say that I was sitting so on my couch after the spike after the spear and after the stack and when the ref went one, and the ref went two, and that hand came down for three, and they kicked out, I jumped off my couch, screamed so fucking loud. Lexi came out of her room. Dave came out of his room. <laughs> Julian had his headset on, list playing his games. He took his headset off and peered around the corner. Like, are you okay? I said, he fucking kicked out. They fucking kicked out. They kicked out. They're going to win this match. They kicked out. <laughs> The drama the bloodline has had over these last three plus years has been un unequaled. Mm -hmm. Unequaled. Roman Reigns has been the best wrestler in the world for the last three years. Mm -hmm. Has not been pinned in over 1,300 days. And they're still setting up more and yeah. more and more dominoes to lead all the way to WrestleMania 40 where someone will finally end his story. You think it's going to take that long? Yes. You don't think it's SummerSlam? No. SummerSlam, that's... that's Yeah. That's too soon. That's that's the next pay-per-view. You don't think they're going to have Jay versus Roman? I'm talking about Cody taking the belts from Roman at WrestleMania 40. Cody finishes his story and finishes Roman's story and sends Roman off into the sunset? Yes. Do you think Roman retires... When he when I, that story finishes, I think Roman walks away, and if you're gonna set it up for anything, you set up WrestleMania 42. If you can get back in Hollywood, and you get the Battle of the Bloodline, the Anawaii family, and the Johnson family. Oh shit! And you get the Rock versus Every Roman for wow. nothing but just the pride of the Bloodline. You need a long build for that because Rock has to get everything kind of moved around to get himself yeah. where he needs to be. That's one. I know the writer's strike and the actor's strike and all that stuff is placating. but And two, he, he admits he has to get ring ready. It's a different type of ready. Mm -hmm. It's as simple as that. So, But the Bloodline Civil War, that match was so fucking good. And it's so funny we both had Bloodline guys. Mm -hmm. The Bloodline and Judgment Day have ran WWE this year. 
And anybody who wants to call us out, there is no AEW on here. I have not watched any fucking AEW this year. I've caught I highlights. I I've caught some highlights and I know I know the MJF match um with MJF and Adam Cole Adam as a tag Cole team was incredible. Um the MJF Adam Cole time limit match was really good. MJF versus Daniel Bryan was apparently like an all-timer. Daniel Bryan versus uh, uh, Okada, was it? Yeah. Was a, a, a great match. Kenny Omega versus Osprey was another great match. I get it. There's been some really great matches. I did not sit down. I did not watch these matches, okay? Apparently, it just happened this past weekend, but um, Kenny Omega versus Vikingo at Triple uh, H Triple Mania okay. was probably, the, people are saying, one of the best matches to ever happen. Ah. Uh. But it happened in Triple R. Well, everyone strokes Kenny Omega like he's a fucking wrestling god. That's true. Um, okay, my question, and it's way off fucking topic from anything else we've talked about. It's not off topic because we ain't got a topic. Oi. There are four seasons. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> what is, in your opinion, the best beverage for each season starting with summer oh, nothing beats a fucking cold lemonade it's ice cold lemonade there's no questions asked <laughs> it's an ice cold lemonade caveat i am a big lover of strawberry lemonade so i that's fine i like a little it's still a lemonade Little, little sprinkle of little, little raspberry. Little straws being la- Lavender. I get you. Fall. Cider. I mean, uh, whether you're an alcoholic. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> whether you enjoy it. Enjoy an, an adult beverage. Uh, cider or just, just a, a regular apple cider. It's a warm apple cider with a little cinnamon stick. Oh, you yep. go straight to the straight to the apple, uh, the orchard. apple oh. orchard, you get and get the cinnamon donut, donut and then yep. apple cider. Just dunk it in, a little apple cider, and yeah. not that fucking Dunkin' Donuts crap. No, no, no. you need legitimate th- apple cider from the orchard. Orchard, orchard. Park the card, Harvard Yard. New England. <laughs> no, it, just like coffee, you do not get coffee at Dunkin'. It's fucking garbage. If you want good coffee. I don't drink coffee, so it's not my conversation. <laughs> no. I'll I'll Apple. get a Dunkin' coffee because it's quick and it's cheap. Cumbie, if I'm getting Cumbies it, is better. I've I've heard that. I've heard that. Cumbies too. is better. And apparently, and for ninety nine cents, Cumbies is a dollar twenty five now. Whatever, it's so, still fucking better. You want to pay four bucks or you want to pay a dollar twenty five? And they have the fountain, so you can get a and, and like big gold and, for like a ninety nine cents. And they have. Where Dunkin' charges more for their dark roast, it is the same fucking cost no matter what roast you get. Down the fucking line. Right down the fucking line. Yeah. <laughs> You're defending coffee. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but ap- apple cider. Nice warm apple cider. Mm. Winter. This is fucking no joke. It's hot chocolate specifically made with milk. It is hot chocolate. Milk made on the stove top. Yes. Yep. Yes. It- with the hot chocolate packet. Now... Whipped cream or marshmallows. Depending on the mood and yeah. what's going on. Yeah, yeah. If you're on the go, it's whipped cream. And if, if you're, you're enjoying in, it in a mug. Yeah, and you get the spoon. Yeah, and it's get the, the marshmallows. Little, you get to, little you get to, marshmallows. You get to add all the cinnamon on top. Yeah. 
Yeah. A little blowtorch action. Oh, yeah. Making it into caramelized. A, almost, almost making it into a creme brulee. Yeah. I love a creme brulee. Okay, here's the one. Springtime. Okay, so spring's weird because here in New England, like, we have a very odd spring. It can go, like... Rainy, snowy. It can be snowy. a month. It can be three months. It could be a week. Yeah, it's just the, it's the weirdest you thing. You could not have a spring. It's So, me, spring starts when baseball starts. So, opening day of baseball is springtime for me. Mm-hmm. And nothing says more about baseball than a hot dog and a beer. That's it. And... For me, it'd be a non-alcoholic light beer. That's what I would say. And it doesn't need to be cold. It can be straight out of a, a packet that you've had sitting in your garage because it's the springtime. It's not 100 it's degrees not, in your yeah, garage it's yet. It's still cool. It's still cool enough. So I would go a non-alcoholic athletic brewing company light. That's my I choice. I like that. I like that. I'm going to say a nice refreshing glass of iced tea. I like myself okay. a nice little iced tea. Okay. Or an Arnold Palmer. Ooh. An iced coffee. Because you're just getting out of the winter. You want to start kind of having a little bit cooler of drinks, colder drinks. Okay. I love an iced coffee. Nice. You know iced what? Latte. I'm going to make it. All of us going to have a different one. I'm not a coffee drinker. I'm not a beer drinker. I'm going to go a nice chai tea. Nice chai latte. Whether you have it. Hot or cold, it's everyone's preference. Again, springtime spring can be warm, so yep. can be hot. So whatever, like whatever you're feeling, and good ice chai with some vanilla or a hot chai, it ain't matter, bruh. It ain't matter. So, yes. I figured that'd be a little fun one. I I've like been, that. I've been, <laughs> I've been digging this one around. We brought the four seasons. I was like, the hotel sucks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michaela, take Facts. us home with the last question. Okay. All right. Have you ever caught them all? <laughs> no. 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 If anyone's closest, it's probably that one. I've yeah. completed the Scarlet, not Scarlet Violet, um, Sword and Shield original decks. Okay. That is all I've done. I've not finished the um, Ruths, the expansion decks, but I had 400 out of 400, and that was the only game I've ever completed the Pokedex in. Nice. And I spent way too fucking long doing it, too. We've all spent too long. All right. In the spirit of seasons, we are in the summertime. Everyone has a different feeling about summer. So what is your favorite summer-specific activity? I know you're a big beach person. I am. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with David. Go to a ballpark, taking a game. I love going to baseball games. I loved Going to baseball games. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. As it, I've had enough beer thrown at me. It makes the it makes the experience a lot less, you know, enjoyable. enjoyable. Nothing beats an outdoor concert. Yeah, I can agree festival. I and after going, going to one, I get it, but it was pouring rain, so I can only imagine how good it would have been. I'm in going nice to see weather. Posty this coming Saturday That's outdoors so at Xfinity. No, see, I'm not even talking like that. No, 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 no. I'm leveling up. I'm talking. I'm bringing back the memories of Ozfest 2001, Warp Tour 2002, Ooh, yeah. Warp Tour, open fields, and you just th- walk three stages. Yeah, clothing booths. Meet the bands. Meet this person. Meet that person. 
nothing compares to an outdoor summer concert. I and I've been to tons of festivals. I've been to tons of indoor concerts. Mm-hmm. I love a good outdoor summer concert, especially open air. Like you don't yeah. like Xfinity's a great place because it has the open air. Mm-hmm. So bands that suck really suck. But bands that know how to play those places can't beat them. Can't beat it. Really can't. Yeah. Just previewed it. I know you're a beach gal. I'm a beach gal and then kid me a nice day by the pool and then you get up and you have a bag of Doritos and you're having like a ham and cheese sandwich yeah. and like a Kool-Aid The ham and cheese sandwich on the fucking you, uh, white bread. And then you put the chips in it and now as I've gotten older as an adult. I where, still like myself a ham and cheese sandwich. <laughs> where where your sunscreen people? I do not. Do as I say, not as I do. Um, I love going to the beach, spending five, six hours tanning, alternating, and then just having some fucking fun in the water. And then, you know, burying yourself and burying your I feet. I hate sand. That's Reading. my thing. I can't stand sand. So that's. Gets in everywhere. Oh, oh it gets in everywhere, but you're having so much fun while you're doing it. I hate it. I think it's because it gets stuck to my leg hair. And it's, it's just. It's Shave a sense. It. It's a I've, yo, if I start Wax getting, it. If I get ripped, bro. Wax it. No hair. <laughs> Wax it. No. You guys are getting waxed one day and I'm, I'm going to be there. It. I'm going to do it. I'm going to wax when, a strip when this off show, you. When this show blows up and we actually eventually start like a Patreon or something, that'll be a goal. Dave and I have to wax one part of our legs. I feel the like the I... only part you could wax, I'll wax my arm. I, that's the only part. I, I mean, don't want rocks anywhere near my tattoos no, right no. now. Let, no. Well, this is all tattoo. Let me explain something. If we're going to do this, we're going to do this right. Chest hair? No. Bikini. Brazilian. Oh. <laughs> oh, fuck it. And let me tell you, when that shit chafes, there is nothing that hurts more, buddy. There's nothing that hurts more. I know plenty about chafing. I was... My as a runner, runner, my fucking legs are getting... Like, it's so bad Something now. I don't even have to run for that shit to chafe. God <laughs> damn. Anyways, yeah. Well, so I like that. It's out. It's out in the universe. Yeah, out I, in the multiverse. Yeah, it's not happening yet. No. Well, this has been fun. This has. I like this round table. This. I really do like this, and this has been the first introduction back into the double doink. Yes. Which is yes. where this show originated. Obviously, it originated as a wrestling show between David and I. Mm-hmm. But obviously, Michaela has graced us with her presence Hello. and will Hello. continue to grace us with her presence. And she, dealt with our bullshit for long enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? And I She's love dealt it. with my bullshit for almost 20 years at this point. Damn. And why not just continue, man? Why so, not? again, if you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or feedback, please hit us up on our social Debate medias. Us. It's at Double Doink Network on Instagram and yep. Twitter. Michaela's been holding it down over at the Twitter and I've been trying my best with the on, Instagram. Man. And obviously, Dave will find himself on either or every now and again. Possibly. Um, mainly just sharing <laughs> sad A's memes, <laughs> but you know it'll transition oh, to sad. Instagram it'll 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 transition to sad bears memes eventually. <laughs> I'm just gonna start sharing the skeletal ones I send you guys. Oh, yeah, I love the skeletal absolutely. Ones. You know, if you ever donated blood, your blood could technically be in someone's boner right now. Just remember that. Until we meet again. Fun fact. Very well could be. (laughs) But anyway, again, this has been a Double Doink Network production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. I have been Michaela. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out. Doinks out.